Welcome to the That's Good Broncos podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I don't know if you guys need that, but you can pop it in uh, in any of the episodes. Here's the full read. Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week three, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? You can't. Don't worry, if football's not for you, DraftKings is giving all of you MMA fans the same great offer to use for this weekend's UFC 253. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week three, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use the promo code DNVR during sign-up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. It is Wake and Blake time here in Denver, Colorado, Perna. The Broncos in dire need of QB death. With starter and known horsecock wielder Drew Locke out for three to five weeks are turning to a veteran who's been unfairly blackballed by the league. That's right, they're coming to terms with former Jaguars quarterback Blake Bortles. Why Waken Blake? Because the best way to enjoy his on-field performances is to get as high as possible. Or piss. First thing in the morning. What's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Um, usually just piss. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I will take a look at the Bortles signing today, which feels like salt in our open wounds here in Denver. We have zero bragging rights now in the AFC West. The Raiders showed out in their new stadium on Monday Night Football. Vegas and Kansas City are both 2-0. The Chargers are excited about Justin Herbert, even though Anthony Lynn will not commit to him as a starter. And the Broncos are kicking people out of COVID beds to make room for their injured players. Uh, I have some takeaways about the Saints and Raiders, including Jonathan Abrams knocking himself out, some Bobby Kraft news, and yes, Blake Bortles, a thorough d-d-talking. It's good sports. Working construction, ripping cigs. All right, the Giants did sign running back Devontae Freeman after losing Saquon Barkley to a torn ACL. Seven official ACL tears this last weekend in the NFL. Uh, Freeman was easily the best free agent running back available. And between Deion Lewis, Wayne Gallman, and now Freeman, the Giants 
should have a stable of backs to get the job done. Knowing that they're probably not gonna get any jobs done this season. We do have some breaking news uh, coming from New York City. The New York Post wrote, Robert Kraft likely to get off in Florida massage parlor case. Bravo, New York Daily News. Let me know if you ever need a freelance headline writer. While we're talking about the Patriots, I have to point out that DK Metcalf absolutely owned Stefan Gilmore on Sunday Night Ball. He gave up that big touchdown, which DK caught despite the ball being a little underthrown. But overall, when covering Metcalf, Gilmore allowed a 143.8 passer rating per PFF, basically his worst game in about two years. And Metcalf is now officially as good as he is jacked. Ripped. Ripped is how I plan on watching Broncos football all year. Blake Bortles was the third overall pick in the 2014 NFL Draft, spent five seasons in Jacksonville, and one year as Jared Goff's backup in LA. This likely means that Brett Rippon was not ready to join the active roster, for whatever reason, but don't expect Bortles to see much of the field unless something goes wrong with Jeff Driscoll, which almost seems like a certainty at the rate in which Broncos players are dropping. Now here are some Blake Bortles facts. He took the Jaguars to the AFC Championship game in 2017. He has a winning playoff record. He once threw four touchdowns against the Patriots. He's six foot five. He doesn't need footwork or a quick release to throw the football. He also cries elegantly on the sideline with one single tear, unlike Paxton Lynch. Think no Sean Moreno, but a little more modest. And most importantly, he trusts himself. Because damn it, nobody else will. Jalen Ramsey couldn't talk trash about Bortles from his famous 2018 GQ article where he called Josh Allen trash, said Flacco sucks, and that Goff and Garoppolo were average because at the time, Bortles was his quarterback. Turns out Ramsey was only wrong about Josh Allen. Uh, he now plays with Jared Goff, and he might be the best quarterback evaluator in the league. But I bring this up because Bortles' new teammate, Jarrell Casey, once in an interview said, as long as Blake Bortles is back there, if the ball game is in his hands, he's going to choke. Yikes. Even when the Jags were beating teams like Seattle and Houston during the 2017-18 season, this is what other NFL players were saying about Bortles after losses to the Jags. Earl Thomas, that was a subpar quarterback. Houston linebacker Jadavian Clowney called him trash. And that was after Clowney and the Texans lost 45 to seven to Bortles and the Jags. So in his prime, there has never been a QB more disrespected than Wake and Blake. That's why even though we all know he's bad, we love him and we root for him. So welcome to Denver, Bortles. If you wanna compare Blake Bortles to Jeff Driscoll statistically, you will see they are very similar. I think Driscoll can suffice while Drew works with the locksmith to repair his body. Do I expect any wins outside the Jets game for Denver? Not really. Unlike Charles Dickens, I have no expectations. Bortles is going to back up Driscoll. And the name Bortles draws a lot of attention. Denver signed a backup's backup and people are losing their shit because Bortles isn't a good quarterback. There aren't any good quarterbacks available, guys. If you want Kaepernick, you also have to admit he's a giant question mark because he hasn't played in the NFL for four years at this point. Plus, we do not need any QB controversy 
for when Drew Locke is ready to return. Personally, I would have inquired about former XFLer Jordan Tayamu, who is in Kansas City on the practice squad. Segway, speaking of the XFL, I know he was kidding, but The Rock saying maybe he will become the first pro football owner to suit up and play almost makes me more excited for XFL football than the rest of the Broncos season. That would be the greatest single thing to happen to sports. Other than, say, Tom Brady suddenly retiring to announce he is going to become an even more hated politician. Now, the Raiders upset the Saints in the very first game at Allegiant Stadium. Derek Carr, after a rough first quarter, played pretty well. Carr just had to remember that his job as a quarterback is to throw the football, which you can see he clearly forgot here. That's not what they mean when they say a quarterback needs to have a short-term memory, Derek. You gotta remember to throw seven seconds of your line blocking, of your line holding, and you still take a sack. That's impressive. Here's my big three takeaways, though, from Monday Night Football. Like Dave Damashek said on our podcast last week, Drew Brees is starting to play like his age. The Damashek curse is very real, as Drew Locke learned on Sunday. And unfortunately for Saints fans, Drew Brees is the next guy in his crosshairs. Brees threw one completion to Emmanuel Sanders. Don't know what the fuck you were doing there, Brees. Alvin Kamara, on the other hand, had nine catches for 95 yards, meaning Drew's first three reads are whichever player is closest to me. <laughs> Breeze has to get the ball downfield. He's joining the old man club alongside 2018 Joe Flacco and 2009 Brett Favre for fewest air yards per game in his first two games. Also, hilariously, 2017 Derek Carr is in that elite club. Breeze misses Michael Thomas the way I miss watching football without seeing all of my favorite players get injured. I'm also not ready to say Drew Breeze is washed. He actually had more yards per attempt and more passing yards than Derek Carr in this game. What he did not have was Darren Waller, i.e. his Michael Thomas. So to be more accurate, Drew Brees is simply playing like Derek Carr. Next takeaway, Darren Waller is a terrifying beast of a man. Anyone who can kick a serious drug habit in real life can deal with an aging corner or safety without any issue. Every time Malcolm Jenkins was mentioned, it was in the past tense. Malcolm Jenkins used to be a great coverage player. Remember when Malcolm Jenkins could shut down tight ends? Waller was by far Carr's favorite target, 12 catches for 103 yards and a TD. If Belichick is singing your praises after a primetime game, you have made it. The Raiders have officially gone balls to the walls. The new stadium looks awesome. It's truly a marvel. The only problem is that the TV cart is way too close to the field. Jonathan Abram and his Sam Bradford sleeves crashed into the cart in the first quarter and he was lying there motionless on the ground. The universal sign for no longer being alive. Fortunately, like Rod Tidwell, Abram bounced straight up in front of the Monday Night Football crowd that was not there and was good to go for the rest of the game. Watching the replay, though, I can confirm Abrams was faking it. Nothing indicates this would knock even a child, a small child, unconscious. Looks like Abram suffered a shoulder injury which does make sense that he was unconscious. Uh, as everyone knows, Jonathan Abram is the only NFL player whose brain 
is in his shoulder. He should be good to go for next week, though. That's my medical diagnosis. Dr. Perna, signing off. My question now is, does the AFC West boast the most dangerous trio of tight ends in the game? Darren Waller, Noah Fant, and Travis Kelsey. Let me know how right I am in the comments. George Kittle is still the best tight end in the league, in my opinion, but he's hurt. The 49ers are so ridiculously depleted by injury following their win over the Jets that they had to bring in an MRI machine to Greenbrier, where they are spending the week. And of course, that van broke down on the way to the 49ers hotel. As Field Yates reported, the machine also broke. Their plane got hit on the runway. Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa officially tore their ACLs. D Ford got in on the action. And the best part of it all? They get to do it again as they return to MetLife Stadium on Sunday to play the Giants. Head coaches Vic Fangio, Kyle Shannon, and Pete Carroll were all fined $100,000 each by the NFL for not wearing their face masks on Sunday. Or not wearing them properly. Probably the most expensive wardrobe malfunction on a football field since Janet Jackson. I think this is way too harsh. Way too harsh. But the NFL is clearly trying to make a strong statement that if you don't wear a mask, you will be paying for the financial losses the NFL is currently suffering with empty stadiums. Credit Andy Reid for being innovative and ahead of the game again since he never has to put his face shield back on after calling plays. It's important to keep in mind that football coaches are not like the rest of us humans. Once the game starts, they are literally unable to think about anything other than the X's and O's. They live in a little box in their mind. There is no pandemic up there, but since I don't want them to get fined again, here are my ideas for the three coaches moving forward. For Pete Carroll, he needs a mask that dispenses gum straight into his mouth so he doesn't have to take it off 85 times a game when he needs to grab a new stick. For Kyle Shanahan, obviously, he needs one of those motocross gaiters to match the rest of his look. And for Vic Fangio, I am suggesting that he probably just wear an oxygen mask all game. He's old, he's coaching at altitude, so it's a multi-purpose solution. It keeps him alive, it saves him money, and ensures no spread of COVID. Even though it's very unlikely since everyone is tested before they are allowed to take the field. Don't, don't know how they're spreading negative COVID. Anyway, thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Instagram, Brandon Perna. Well, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, at Brandon Perna. If you need more of this shit, fuck. Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week three, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? You can't. Don't worry, if football's not for you, DraftKings is giving all of you MMA fans the same great offer to use for this weekend's UFC 253. DraftKings is safe, 
reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week three, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use the promo code DNVR during sign-up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.